0: It's your afternoon stretch with Glenn Stretch-Smith.
1: That's what I'm talking about, son. To
2: hell with that. He's an ex-NFL quarterback <laughs> who understands how to run a huddle. I'm going to say this. No one is a more classy individual, a more professional, a more stand-up guy than Drew Pearson. I mean, you're old. Hell, you're probably going to Luby's and eating dinner every night. You're an old man. It's like kissing your sister. You knew when they played the right song, this will be a couple skate guys' choice, skate guys' choice. And then there was no good-looking girls around, so you had to go grab your sister and skate with her. Here's
0: Glenn Stretch Smith and Garrett Ross.
2: Oh, it is your afternoon stretch here on ESPN Central Texas, and it is Glenn Stretch Smith. And like always, I got my main man, Garrett Ross, with me today. Gary, we have got a full weekend of football, Ooh. and it has already started with what looks to be a, a heck, or it looked to be in the first quarter anyway, a heck of a football game between Alito and Crockett. Can you give us any kind of halftime update right now, score, what's going on?
3: Yeah, so we are now with 11:53 in the third quarter, and Alito leads uh, Crosby 35 to 14. So Bearcats are rolling. I meant-
2: I'm sorry I said Crockett and I meant Crosby. That's it. Crosby. I, I hey stretch is an NFL guy and I make I I make some mistakes every once in a while. Let me say I'm sorry for that, Crosby, which by the way, the Crosby football team, the Crosby Cougars, hey, they came out and brought it now that first Man. few series, but I don't know if they've got enough to, to, to run with Alito right now. It looks like Alito's really is really loaded for bear. I mean, I I'll give it to Tim Buchanan and what they do at Alito. They just reload, and it's amazing. But a full weekend, a busy one-hour show today. We always open this thing up with what in the wide world of sports. We're gonna we're gonna start that with the coaching carousel. We're gonna come in the second segment with the uh, NFC playoffs as Garrett and I. Uh, we're gonna make our picks. We're gonna talk about possibly. Are we seeing? three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in, in this one weekend. And I mean GOAT, greatest of all time. We want to hear from you. Who's your greatest of all time quarterback? Is it Brady? Is it Rogers? Is it Breeze? If you want to phone the show, you can call us at 254-662-1660, or you can text us on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. We're going to follow We're going to follow our NFC picks with uh, bringing Calvin Watkins in here. We're going to talk a little Dallas Cowboys, get his thoughts on new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, possibly uh, a shake-up in the secondary with what they're going to do uh, with Joe Witt. Um, He he has worked with McCarthy before. We'll get Calvin's uh, takes on that. But, you know, Garrett, we'll start today with uh, the wide world of sports and what in the wide world of sports is going on in this coaching carousel. Boy, I mean – you're seeing the NFL coaching carousel start to really spin. Uh, it's picking some guys up as, mm-hmm. uh, as they want to jump on. You've got Urban Meyer. Uh, that that kind of became final yesterday off, after we went off the air. Urban Meyer uh, signed to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then last night, uh, Robert Saleh, who is the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, uh, signed to be the uh, New York Jets head football coach, and then there's word out today that Arthur Smith, the defensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, looks like is going to ink a deal to be the Atlanta Falcons head coach. Uh, Possibly some real intrigue uh, in Detroit for uh, Dan Campbell. He's a former NFL tight end, played for the Cowboys. Uh, He's currently the tight ends coach. I think he might be the assistant head coach in New Orleans under Sean Payton. Uh, looks like that is who they are possibly courting to be the head coach uh, in Detroit. So interesting moves. We still got the Texans' job is open. Still got the Chargers' job is open, and I believe, uh, and, and, and obviously Detroit? Detroit, yeah, Detroit. If they if they were to uh, if they were to hire Dan Campbell, so a lot going on in the coaching business in the NFL coaching world. Uh, Major League Baseball looks like DJ LeMahieu. Is uh, on the verge of signing a long term extension with the New York Yankees. And then last night, I thought it was interesting. Garrett uh, Rockets minus James Harden uh, go to San Antonio and take care of the Spurs 109 105. Mm -hmm. Start wondering, you know, might that team gel a little bit? Is it good to get a guy like that out of your, you know, out of your locker room? Is it good to move on from? what has felt like some very rough times uh, for the Houston Rockets, and then, you know, being able to move a guy like Harden, who is a superstar, you know, might that team play play together a little better and, and, and start to give you a little better feel on the court? I think they will. I think when you have a guy like Harden,
3: um, he's kind of a uh, – well, initially he wasn't, but towards um, over the past month or so, he's kind of become a cancer in their locker room. And I think any time you have those kind of outside distractions and all of the the press conferences leading in, all you're hearing about is – all those guys are getting questioned about is James Harden, right? They're not getting questioned – I mean, you're going to get the questions about the games, but more of the focus is on James Harden, which become a distraction. And I, I think that is good uh, for the Rockets to move on. And that was a really solid win for them last night. And it's going to be interesting to see how they can build on that moving forward.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, where Harden's going, his new team, the Nets, and Kyrie Irving looks like they're going to find him somewhere in the neighborhood at $900,000 for a violation of safety protocols and what the league has announced has been safety protocols. I, you know... It's, strange strange for Kyrie Irving and you wonder if if that situation being the Nets are they you know with with Durant with Harden with with Kyrie you know is, is there a Are there enough basketballs to go around for those three guys? That'd be my question.
3: I don't think so. And That was the problem I had with Houston over the past few years is when they were bringing these guys in and they were pairing them up, they were pairing guys that had very similar skill sets and ball dominant players. And you were never able to get the chemistry. You were never able to get a rhythm established. And I think they are going to see a similar situation unfold up in uh, New York. And they really had a strong foundation and they had a lot of things going on. you got Steve Nash in there as the first year head coach. How does he handle this? I think it's very beneficial for him that he's got Mike D'Antoni there, who has plenty of experience in deli- uh, dealing with some of these players and these uh, situations that they unfolded throughout the year. So I- I'm curious to see how he handles that um, situation and gets the ball moving around.
2: Yeah. And I mean, him being an ex player, you know, he'll be able to, I think communicate with these guys pretty well, but again, <laughs> When you have three very dominant, what I feel like are scorers, guys that want the ball, guys that want the ball um, in clutch time, I'd be interesting to see how that, you know, mm-hmm. how that situation with the Nets breaks out, and you know, do they gel together? Are they able to, you know, w- win the East and then obviously go challenge the Lakers uh, for the NBA right. title? Uh, you know, I- I- interesting there. I go back to this coaching carousel too. We mentioned this. Uh, I, I'm not I, I'm not real sure, Garrett Ross, that I am sold on uh, Urban Meyer to Jacksonville. I just don't know if that style uh, is going to fit. Now, it'll be interesting to see who he hires as an offensive coordinator. There's been some sentiment that he might, might hire Scott Lanahan, who was at LSU this last year, but he was the Cowboys offensive coordinator. He's been a head coach in the league. Um, I do think that it will show a lot of um, it, it'll show a lot of growth if Urban Meyer can bring in, you know, some some heavy hitting uh, NFL assistants.
3: Yeah, and I, that's what I think is gonna be key is is who he puts around him and how he lets them really handle the situation because I think their message is gonna resonate with these guys more so than Urban's, especially at the start. I, I know a lot of guys are gonna be bought into him and Jacksonville is really a young roster so, I think that's going to kind of help Urban with the transition. Also, if he's able to go out and get Trevor Lawrence, I think that'll help as well because it'll still kind of have a, a vibe uh, of a college atmosphere with those young guys, but he's definitely going to have to develop and put a strong uh, core group of coaches around him to be successful.
2: Yeah, and I feel the same way about Robert Saleh in in, in uh, with the Jets. I mean, this is – and it's interesting what the Jets are doing. You know, they went with Adam Gase, who's kind of – he was an unproven head coach, but – Kind of a young and upcoming offensive guru, for lack of a better term, it did not work out there for him. Um, and now they almost go and do the exact same thing. They hire a young uh, defensive guru, and I'm not real sure in New York with with Sam Darnold, with what you know what he's about. I'm talking about his growth. I do think Sam Darnold's still a heck of a player. I mean, I really do. I think he's, I think he's a really good NFL quarterback the problem is is they don't have pieces around him that are very good and so when you hire an ex, you know an inexperienced head coach uh, with a GM who I, I don't think has a lot of experience, I, I'm not sure that I see uh, the, the New York Jets being able to really stem the tide of what's been a miserable uh, you know last few years for them.
3: Yeah, but I think bringing in a whole new personality is going to help with that as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if how that works. Uh, obviously, it, it kind of sounds like they're going to stick with Sam Darnold and try to work with him for another year. I believe I think that's the right move. I feel like Sam Darnold's kind of been dealt a, a, a messed up hand up there. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see with that that whole new philosophy and the complete opposite of what you had with Gase, how that transcends in New York.
2: Yeah, and a different personality. You're right. I mean, a, a guy that's a lot more on edge, gets the players cranked up. I mean, that's that's kind of a defensive mentality is, you know, kind of that rah-rah guy, and, and it will be. It'll be interesting to see how that works. And then Arthur Smith in Atlanta, I'm, you know, it, it, again, feels like, Kind of the same hire that they made with Dan Quinn. I mean, they, you know, uh, uh, another young and, and Dan Quinn wasn't a young guy, but inexperienced as an NFL head coach. Uh, you know, they they go with Arthur Arthur Smith, who's inexperienced as an NFL head coach, but an offensive guy, where Dan Quinn was a defensive guy. So, I do think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of these coaching hires that are that are happening. But I, boy, I I'm not real sure that I can really jump up and say, boy, any one of these have really felt like a home run. I do think that, you know, I, I still see guys like Marvin Lewis mm-hmm. and Jim Caldwell and guys who are experienced NFL coaches that don't, I, don't seem to have jobs right now. And, boy, I'm, I'm not real sure that I wouldn't go in that direction when I start, you know, when I start looking at, you know, how I'm going to put together a franchise and, and, and if it's a very young team you know, being able to show those guys experience again. If you want to text in the show, you can certainly do that at 254-662-1660 or you can call us uh, 254-662-1660. Garrett, NFC playoffs. uh, Mm -hmm. Are we going to see in these NFC playoffs? I believe we're going to see three quarterbacks who some could make the argument as the greatest of all time. I think um, It's going to be a very interesting NFC weekend, um, with the, you know, with maybe one or two of these guys kind of setting off into the sunset. One or two of them maybe trying to get (laughs) two more years out of their career. Uh, You know, we're at a crossroads with a lot of these guys, and uh, and I do think that's another another interesting concept is you know how long might a guy like Tom Brady or Drew Brees, you know, make this last out. It, it, you know, I, I do think they'll be they'll be in the conversation of the greatest of all time. Certainly if you want to weigh in with your opinion, you're welcome to at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Garrett, give us an update on the Alito Crosby game.
3: Right now we are six thirty left in the third quarter. It is all Alito. The Bearcats are cruising to another state championship forty two to fourteen.
2: Ten state championships. I mean, can you imagine?
3: Fifth in a row. I mean, not that they won. This is their fifth state championship appearance in a row. They're wow. I mean, Coach Buchanan is phenomenal
2: up there. Yeah, Coach Buchanan, Coach Wood. I mean, they've kind of just they kind of switch roles. I mean, Buchanan yeah. gets Buchanan gets tired of coaching. He goes and bees the AD. Steve Wood steps in. He's the head coach, and then don't miss Steve Wood steps aside. Right. They just they just kind of go at it. Let's come back, Garrett. Let's talk about these NFC playoffs. Let's talk about are we seeing three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in one division, in one divisional round? Let's do all that next on your afternoon stretch here at ESPN Central Texas. There's a reason customers drive
3: from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron.
4: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A wind advisory in effect today. We are looking at some very windy conditions. Kind of winds but northwest at 20 to 30. We could have some gusts around 40 miles per hour as we go throughout the day. So again, two hands on the steering wheel. With sunshine around, we'll see highs top out at 57 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. The winds start to die down. We drop to 30 and mostly sunny. Tomorrow should be a very pleasant day with a high of 59. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out Fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
0: Recently on the John Moore Show.
5: Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Foundation. New show, new hour, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour in several years. So I wanted to have a big BAFO guest, you know, first time in the 2 p.m. hour and said you got me well yeah i couldn't get anybody <laughs> but i'm glad that you were available so
0: thank the you. the john morris show 2 to 3 p.m weekdays here on espn central texas
1: it's al from the good feet store i know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even harder time living with it i'm talking about plantar fasciitis our arch support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything finally come into the Good Feet store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Good Feet store. See what they can do for you with a free arch support bidding at the Good
6: Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
5: The new year with a new Ram truck from Alan Samuels. Ram's impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, and smooth ride have earned Ram the Motor Trend Truck of the Year yet again. That's three years in a row. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with up to $7,250 in total value. Or take advantage of 0% for 60 or 2.9% for 72 and get $3,000 in rebates. It's the Start Something New sales event at Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Shop now at allensamuelsdcj.com. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. At Community Bank & Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms.
4: Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. When you drive drowsy, you may see things that aren't there.
1: a pink armadillo in the road. How pretty. And there's my Aunt Angie riding a sparkly unicorn. However, you may not see
4: things that are there until it's too late.
1: Oh, an oncoming car?
4: So always get plenty of rest before long trips. Take breaks, share the wheel, and avoid driving in the middle of the
1: night. Oh, a friendly nurse. Be safe. Drive smart. Brought to you by TextDot.
2: Oh, it is your afternoon stretch here at ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Stretch Smith, my main man, Garrett Ross, doing what he does. You know, Garrett, he's uh, NFC playoffs. I think it's going to be a very, very uh, good set of games. A lot of people are not thinking that uh, that this Rams team can go into Green Bay. Uh, that's the 355 game tomorrow with, with any of a chance. And I want to tell you, I – I would have a hard time giving them very many points. And I say that simply because of the way that Cam Akers has started running the football. And I'm saying uh, when you look at how the Rams are able to play action off of the things that he can do and off of their ability to, to, to run the football, I I think they can go downhill at this Green Bay defense. Now, you know Green Bay is going to score points. Mm. I mean, with Rodgers and Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, we know. I mean, we could sit here and just kind of go down there. Uh, You know, uh, they're what looks like an unbelievable roster um, offensively. But defensively, I'd challenge you, there's not many people that could name one starter on Green Bay's (laughs) defense. I don't you, think I could. You, you, yeah, you kind of giggle, but but that's true. I mean, there's, you know, you you got to go in, and that's the thing that I think makes uh, Sean McVay so good as a young head coach, is he exploits some of these uh, some of these matchups, some of the things that he feel like, or he feels like favors his Rams team, and I do think that makers will be able to run the football on these guys and if if he does and we talked about this before you've got to be able to do it in in in, in bad weather I haven't taken a look at the, at the at the forecast for Green Bay but I know what it is going to be cold Garrett Ross it's going to be
3: cold <laughs> well I'm interested to see how the the Rams defense if they can if Donald can continually get pressure on Rodgers and maybe try to rattle them a little bit. But, man, that, you mentioned all those playmakers that Green Bay has on offense, and I think that's going to be the interesting chess match. Something else to keep an eye on is w- with Goff's thumb in that cold weather, You know how is that going to impact him and, and how much he can throw the ball? Um, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know who I'd give the edge to in this game, honestly. I, If there was a full crowd involved, I would definitely say Green Bay, but I'm not counting Los Angeles out.
2: No, and I'm not either. I, I'm only giving Green Bay the advantage because it's, you know, it'll be about 35 degrees and snowing yeah. at game time. And so, I mean, like you were saying, can Goff pressure the football enough with his thumb to be able to push that thing down mm-hmm. the field? Because you know for a fact Green Bay is going to try to tighten it up, try to get to where they can stop Cam Akers and stop the run. Um Boy, an edge. I, I I I hate to sound like an homer here, but I do think that Green Bay has a slight edge in this in in this football game. But let me let me stress to you, Garrett. I think it's 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 a slight edge. Uh, the late game Sunday at five. It's a 5:40 kickoff. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Um, I mean, what more do you say than uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady? Now we know both of these teams have very good defenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator at uh, Tampa is a very good defensive coordinator and they will he'll bring a lot of different blitz looks is it going to be anything that Drew Brees hasn't seen no it's not Drew Brees has seen it all as has Tom Brady and what you know New Orleans can do defensively with Dennis Allen which is you know they'll bring a lot of pressure and bring a lot of looks as well so uh, I I do think this game is going to fall onto these two quarterbacks now we also know that uh, looks like Tampa is going to start Leonard Fournette, who w- we know can run the ball against you know Alvin Kamara and right. the best running back, I think, in the NFL right now, Garrett.
3: Yeah, and I was surprised. I was not surprised, but I was impressed by Fournette last weekend because it seems like since he's gone into Tampa Bay – uh, he really hasn't been that productive. I know he's had a few games here and there where he's gotten some yards. And granted, he, he's sharing the ball. He's not the the number one back there. But I thought he did an excellent job last weekend and was a key contributing factor to why they were able to win that game.
2: Yeah, they. and, and you're right. I mean, you've got to you, – you you've got and, – and I like what Tampa has done in going to get Fournette is mm-hmm. they recognized they needed that. You, you know, and, and and this is the oldest saying in football. I mean, you're either the hammer or, or the nail. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to be the damn nail. And 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 Fournette is not the nail. right? Nope. He's the hammer. So that's 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 the situation that you want to get into. That's the situation that you want to stay into um, when you're looking at this. You know, I, and and then I started thinking, uh, you know, before the show and ha- you know before we got on, you start thinking about Brady, all the Super Bowls. <sighs> all the things he's done. You think about Rodgers and, you know, again, his Super Bowl, what he's done with probably not near the cast of players that Brady or Breeze has had. And then you think about Breeze, his Super Bowl, all the records that he's broke, all that he's done. Garrett, you think this is Drew Breeze's swan song? Do you think this will be his last year?
3: man i wouldn't put it past breeze to come back but i I, honestly in this game i'm gonna take tampa bay uh because i I don't think i think it's so difficult to beat a team three times in a year at any level much less the nfl when you're facing arguably the greatest quarterback of all time but i I, I could see breeze coming back next season but after that I, i don't think so
2: well, I tell you this. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I'd give much argument with you, except I don't know if Mike Evans is going to be a hundred percent. Yeah. If if they're going to beat, they're be in Tampa. If they're going to beat New Orleans, he's got to be a hundred uh, percent. Breeze has got to be able to. Excuse me. Brady is going to have to be able to, in some certain situations, put the football up and know that Mike Evans will go get it for him, and and there'll be some critical down and distance situations where they'll need him. If he's not. Uh, I I, personally, I think new Orleans wins the game. I think it's a very good game, but I also think that drew Brees, with what he's been through this year with the broken ribs, Mm -hmm. punctured lung, all the things that he's been through. I I think this could be his swan song. And I think that'll be a very, uh, it'll be a very, uh, sad way to go, but you know, he last year at the end of the season, I didn't think he was able to push the ball deep and I really think it's gotten to him this year. Uh, I do think Taysom Hill will have a factor to play in this game uh, Sunday just because of what he can do with his legs, how he can run the zone read and and, and still be able to throw the ball some. So I'm going to go New Orleans and Green Bay. And, 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 Garrett, who are you going here?
3: I'll take Tampa Bay and Green Bay as well. All right, I'll all take right, the Bays. Right,
2: and we'll come back. Obviously, we'll come back Monday and talk about those picks Uh Dallas Cowboys got a new defensive coordinator, got a new secondary coach. Uh, Is Mike McCarthy, is is he making some good moves after his one year of being a head coach in the NFL? Uh, Let's ask all those questions. Let's bring Calvin Watkins in here, and let's do it next on your afternoon stretch here at ESPN Central Texas.
0: Recently on the afternoon stretch.
2: We're now joined by former safety of the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Dallas Cowboys, George T. When you look at Nick Saban and what he's been able to do with consistently resurrecting these coaches
3: careers, how is he able to do that?
7: Micromanic. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I think. Saban, I think he just has a knack and ability to keep guys motivated, whether it was money or with a kick in the tail every now and again.
0: It's your afternoon stretch with Glenn Stretch Smith.
5: Start the new year with a new Ram truck from Alan Samuels. Ram's impressive towing capability, heavy-duty payload capacity, and smooth ride have earned Ram the Motor Trend Truck of the Year yet again. That's three years in a row. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with up to $7,250 in total value. Or take advantage of 0% for 60 or 2.9% for 72 and get $3,000 in rebates. It's the Start Something New sales event at Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Shop now at allensamuelsdcj.com. See dealer for details. All offers have credit required. The
8: at Genco getting an auto loan is quick and easy whether you're looking to buy a new ride or save money by refinancing an auto loan you already have Genco members enjoy low rates and flexible terms to fit any budget get pre-approved today and know what you qualify for call us go online or come by a branch in your area for current options and rates apply online for membership today Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union since 1953. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
6: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Mary Harden Baylor men's basketball team came up with clutch plays in the final minutes as the crew knocked off previously unbeaten Louisiana College 74-71 last night at home. The UMHB improves to 4-3 overall and 1-0 and oh in conference play. The Atlanta Falcons have made an offer to Arthur Smith to become their next head coach. New York Jets coming off one of their worst seasons in franchise history have reached an agreement with San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator Robert Sala to be their next head coach. Number 6 Lady Bears Get back in action tomorrow night inside the Ferrell Center, taking on Iowa State. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Full slate in the Big 12 on the men's side tomorrow. Iowa State at number 6, Kansas, K-State at number 4, Texas, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, and number 2 Baylor at number 15, Texas Tech. That tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, it is your afternoon stretch here on ESPN Central Texas, with my main man, Garrett Ross. Garrett, give us an update on the Alito Crosby football game. Wow. It's hard to believe that. I mean, it just it really is. Ten, ten state championships, Tim Buchanan that done an unbelievable job there. Let's bring in Calvin Watkins, the beat writer of the Dallas Morning News and covers the Cowboys as good as anybody in the country. Calvin, thanks for taking time out of your busy day today to join us. How you doing, man? I'm great. You doing all right? I'm good. I appreciate you jumping on here. You know, earlier this week, they had the uh, Cowboys had the hiring of Dan Quinn, former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Give us your thoughts and kind of overviews of both, you know, the the departure of Mike Nolan and now, you know, going to a guy that's, that has been an NFL head coach and and, and has that pedigree as a defensive coordinator.
7: Yeah, he's he's an experienced guy, as you said. Uh, You know, he helped get that Legion of Boom going in Seattle and that defense. Um, You know, he did get to a Super Bowl, been three Super Bowls, as a matter of fact, uh, two with uh, Seattle, one obviously with Atlanta. So he, he knows how to, you know, get a team there. Uh, as an assistant and as obviously a head coach. So he's got the experience. Um, I would say his, his defenses were not as good as they were in Seattle. Uh, you know, he has struggles in Atlanta for any number of reasons. And But I think it's an okay hire. You know, I would like for them to maybe interview some more people to get some different ideas about their personnel and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, hey, if, you know, if you want to make a safe hire, I guess Dan Quinn is the guy.
2: Sure. Now, and let me ask you, too, with the, with them bringing uh, a, a Witt Jr. in to, to, and, and somebody who had been with McCarthy before in Green Bay, does it look like he's going to take over the secondary role?
7: Yeah, he's going to be the uh, – I guess you got these new titles uh, now, stretched that they didn't have when you were scouting and coaching. Uh, passing game coordinator defense defensive back so yeah he's gonna post the safeties in the in the the corners and and get them going in the passing game and you know whatever the coverage is that they're playing i think seattle has that uh cover two type no i'm sorry a single high safety coverage that they had in seattle Uh, i think the cowboys will play here so he'll direct that traffic but yeah and he's also coached with mike mccarthy in green bay so Joe Woods got the experience of dealing with both of these coaches.
3: Calvin, when they're switching back uh, defensive style, going from the three-four back to the four-three, how do you think Dan Quinn approaches this um, from a roster standpoint as we enter free agency?
7: That's interesting because uh, the Cowboys have quite a few free agents, uh, you know, in their secondary, from Bay uh, Awuzie uh, and uh, Xavier Woods is a free agent and. Uh, there's only really two DBs that I thought were any good. for so the Cowboys last year, that was Donovan Wilson and uh, Trayvon Diggs. And so there are some guys with the Falcons. I don't know if you want to bring them here that are probably going to be salary cap casualties, I believe, um, you know, in the draft, you got the 10th pick in the draft. And is there a corner that is good enough to be the 10th pick in the draft? Or do you try to get, a corner in the second round like they did last year with Diggs. So there's so many different ways you can go with the personnel, but I definitely believe the guys they currently have are not really worth keeping for the most part.
2: Talking to Calvin Watkins, the beat writer of the Dallas Morning News, the coverage of the Cowboys, again, as good as anybody. You know, Calvin, uh, a couple days ago, it looked like the Eagles had requested permission to speak with uh, Kellen Moore, the Cowboys' offense coordinator, about their head coaching job. Any news on that front?
7: I think he's going to probably talk this weekend to the uh, to the Eagles. Uh, I don't know if he'll get that job. It might be one of those things where some games shit is going on where you get Kellen Moore in your building, you want to get him to talk to you a little bit about your personnel and pick his brain on offense that kind of thing. You know, Kellen doesn't have a lot of experience as a coach, two years as a coordinator, but, you know, the offense was number one in yards two years ago, and obviously this year they had all kinds of problems, as we all know. But I think it's more about picking his brain, as I said, on the personnel that they currently have and maybe asking him what he thinks about offenses in general.
2: Right. Let me ask you this, too, before we – I know I'm going to let you go. you got a, you, you, you got a busy afternoon the uh, wrist surgery on Jalen Smith is there any update on kind of what what Jalen's doing? I know he led the team in tackles, but mm-hmm. boy, it wasn't it, some of the things he did this year were not very pretty. so what, what is the update <laughs> on him and maybe and maybe what his uh, what his surgery status is like? Uh, I
7: think he had a, a fracture in his wrist that he played through toward the end of the year. So that's a pretty minor surgery. I don't think it's it's major like ligament damage or anything of that nature. So he should be good to go whenever they have training camp. Yeah, you know, he led the team in tackles, which is nice. I think that was, you know, second in the NFL in total tackles, seventh in solo tackles. He did not have a fantastic year. I think he'd be the first uh, to admit that. But he also says, watch the tape. And uh, I think that scheme that they played in last year's stretch was just, you know, those linebackers, Leighton Van Aresch and, and obviously Jalen Smith, those are, you know, attacking linebackers. You know, they, you know, those guys, they, they can't think. Don't make them think you make them think they, you got problems. And um, I think that was part of the reason why they had some issues. Some of those things, you look at it and you say, Jalen, the hole's right there. Just wait for the guy to come through it. You know, and he's just running around out there. I think he was overthinking things. And, they didn't believe in the system. Maybe they'll believe in this system, which is going back to when Chris Richard was there with Ron Marinelli. Maybe that would help Jalen a little bit. But I don't believe the Cowboys are going to cut him. Um, they still believe in him because they have a lot of holes. Um, that front needs some fixing. That The secondary needs some fixing. But I still believe in Latham and, and Jalen as your linebackers. You just got to coach them up and, and get them in a system where they're just attacking and not, Doing a lot
2: of thinking. Yeah, I want, uh, and I and I I got I got one more quick question, yeah. and then my yeah. I know no, my I know good. my yeah. partner I know my partner's got one more. Uh,
7: yeah, it's okay. Yeah, com, you
2: com, com, combine wise. You hearing anything on the combine? I'm hearing that it could be a medical only situation. Are you hearing anything about what they may do with that? Uh,
7: one, of th- I've heard a couple of things. They might try to regionalize it to kind of minimize the travel. Um, the NFL gave up a block of hotel rooms a couple of weeks ago. Um, and they're also trying to figure out how to do the medical. Because um, you can't have everyone just go to Indy for medical. So if you're going to regionalize the combine um, over maybe a four-day period or however it is, um, then you got to do your medicals in a in particular city. So say, for instance, a regional combine is here in Dallas,
8: and you have it at
7: AT&T Stadium, which is, Quite capable of having something like that, or even the Ford Center in Frisco. Uh, then there's a, a med- there's a hospital right there, across from the Ford Center. The hospitals all around uh, the, the stadium in Arlington. So that's where you do your medicals at. You get your people from the, the your players from the Texas area and and Oklahoma and you know Louisiana and you know you know Alabama maybe and get them here, the Southwest basically. And then you go in the East Coast, and you do maybe you do it in New York somewhere, or, or that might be hard considering how they're, they're strict up there with with the COVID. So you try to figure it out how you get it done. But I don't think you can just do the medical in one place and then have the players scatter to do the workouts. So I think you just got to do it regionally. That's the thing that I'm hearing. Um, and they're going to limit the amount of people that go to these events anyway. Like the Senior Bowl is at the end of the month and the Cowboys coaches are not going, and the Senior Bowl is limiting how many people can even attend from a coaching, scouting perspective. So a lot of things are changing every day with these postseason events.
3: Uh, from a quarterback standpoint, uh, how has anybody had an update on Dak? Hopefully he's progressing well. And then as far as the depth chart next year, when you look at the quarterback position, is, has anybody tried to come in and maybe – uh, sway Andy Dalton the way do you expect him to stay on as a backup and how do you think that depth chart's going to line up from the quarterback
7: from uh, the last week I, mean, I heard from Mike McCarthy he said Dak is progressing he's right on schedule um, so that's a good thing I think he was at one of the uh, the, the playoff games for the college football and he, he had a boot on so I think he's progressing well from what they've told us in terms of the backup quarterback, that's a good question because Andy Dalton wants to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who would. I don't know. You know, I think he could start in this league, not long term, but he's a short term answer. Um, so if you lose Andy Dalton, then you're looking at uh, your boy Cooper Rush, and and uh, you got Gilbert over there, then you got Danucci. So and maybe you look for a free agent quarterback to bring in a veteran guy, or maybe you draft someone in the sixth round. Maybe not not someone like Danucci, but maybe you you create some competition there there's always quarterbacks running around all over the place as we found out this past year so um but i do know that do wants to start again he wants to be a full-time starter so you see what's out there and if not maybe you bring him back as your number two give him one year deal and keep it moving
2: hey i want you to know calvin we're, go- we're gonna let you go because you got a you got a busy day but i of all that you told us right there it w- was that geography assignment that i appreciate more than anything man i <laughs> Appreciate you jumping on and lumping all Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, and oh, New York. Oh, Gee, man, Christmas, that was pretty well. I said, you can't
7: bring New York to Texas. You got to
2: do New York somewhere else. Hey, 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 man, you're a beat writer for the Cowboys for a reason, not a daggone zoology teacher, geography teacher, excuse me. Hey, Hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on. Have a great day today.
7: Hey, thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> all right, there he, he goes,
2: died. all right, man. There he, there, he goes, Calvin Watkins. I, th- I thought that was a good. G- were you taking notes there, oh, Gary yeah. Ross, on that geography lesson Calvin was giving
3: us? Yeah, I was mapping it out, man, making sure everything aligned. And you know, I think he did a good job there.
2: <laughs> 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 hey, hey, he's got it. He added. He's got it all down. I, I do think it's uh, interesting to hear about the, you know, what what they may do from a. Secondary standpoint, if they could get some of those cap casualties, uh, you know, from the from the Falcons, I know Dan Quinn would know those guys as good as anybody. So, man, I'm, let me tell you, after what I saw last year with this secondary, I'm I, I think anything's going to be an upgrade. So, I, I, I do think the Cowboys are going to move in that direction. Garris, give us an update on the Alito Crosby game. Is is this uh, Alito putting this baby away for their 10th state championship?
3: Yeah, they are. So right now it is, and it just wants to go. It's fifty-five to twenty. JoJo Earl just broke off a big run. So yeah, Bearcats got it.
2: Bearcats going to put one away. And what's the evening game tonight, Garrett? Who we got? Who we got tonight in the late cap?
3: Uh tonight you're going to have Denton Ryan and Cedar Park. So that's going to be a lot of fun right there.
2: Well, let's come back. Let's talk about that. Let's talk and make sure everybody understands our playoff picks. Let's come back and let's. Uh, Let's wrap this baby up on a Friday afternoon before we turn it over to Tom Barfield. But we got one more segment. and We're going to do all that next on your afternoon stretch here at ESPN Central Texas.
0: Baylor Big 12 basketball all season long here on the home of the bears espn central texas the
5: second ranked and undefeated bears in action saturday in lubbock against texas tech Two thirty for the pizza hut countdown to tip off 3 p.m tip off saturday for the bears and the red raiders right here
0: on the flagship station for baylor basketball espn central texas
8: Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your save to win account. Every $25 deposit is another chance to win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to win accounts must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central's save to win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member service rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com for official rules.
6: Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Listen,
4: in the past couple of years we've had a lot of people moving in from out-of-state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters and you know what I'm talking about, naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNuteville. but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy. That's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them
1: to our website createacommotion.com it's al from the good Feet store if you've been suffering with knee hip or back pain the problem may be right under your nose your whole body is supported by your feet if they're out of alignment that can cause issues in your knees hips and even your back the good Feet system helps put your feet in their ideal position just stop in meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect art support system you walk around try them for free and then you decide if they work for you before you buy how great is that
6: at the Good Feast Store in Waco near Cabela's.
8: At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Okay, so what's the
6: most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
2: how right, is your afternoon stretch here at ESPN Central Texas. Not as fun a lead-in as what we had yesterday with a little Viva, but maybe I can get my man to Close us out with a little Viva today. <laughs> we got some updated news on the coaching carousel in the NFL. Go ahead, Garrett Ross.
3: Yeah, so Ian Rappaport uh, is reporting that author, uh, Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, is the new Falcons head coach. He was our top choice all along. It is official.
2: Well, and then that's, so that's going to leave us with uh, four coaching openings, if we're counting this right. Mm-hmm. you got the Houston Texans. That job is still open. You've got the L.A. Chargers you got the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles. So the coaching carousel continues to turn. You wonder in those situations, Garrett, you know, are, are those teams waiting to talk, you know, to these, you know, maybe some of these assistants mm-hmm. who are still, you know, still in the playoffs. I mean, is Josh McDaniel going to – is his name going to come back up? Is uh, Brian Dayball, the offensive coordinator at Buffalo, Eric Bieniemy? I mean, we've heard – a lot of these guys names and a lot of these guys have already had uh multiple interviews but boy right now um you know that, that it, it hadn't fallen their way so we'll have to see what happens here Garrett as, as these playoffs wrap up uh has has the Alito game gone final yet uh, it hasn't gone final let me check I wasn't trying to put it you on it is
3: 56 21 7 13 remaining
2: well yeah it's it's I it's over it's gone, I mean, it's fin- over. It's gone final <laughs> the clock just hadn't run out right Pretty much, you yeah. know. We talked earlier today about about uh, t- t- our, uh, this weekend's NFC divisional matchups. Uh, Rams at Green Bay Sunday, three fifty-five. Uh, we both went Green Bay. I think it's going to be a closer game than what uh, you know than what we expect, Garrett. Yeah. I do. I do think that uh, with Cam Acres and with some of the things that Sean McVay is able to do, I, I do think the Rams keep this game close, but. Ultimately, I, I just don't know. In that cold weather, you know, are they going to be able to? Are, are they going to be able to handle uh, the fact that you know that Rodgers is going to be putting it up in the air and just scoring and scoring? You know what I mean? I yeah. mean if it, that's the way it's going to feel.
3: No, it really is. But I, I agree with you. I think ultimately, if the if the Rams can get some, pre- I mean, the, yeah, if they can get some pressure on Rodgers, I think that'll help. But man, I think just Green Bay has got too many weapons on offense.
2: And I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, if you can get if you can get Brockers and you can get Donald cranked up and you can get you know get their defense going, I I I, I do think that um, I, I think that something just tells me that this will be a really close mm-hmm. game. I don't know. It's something. Whether it's something in my gut or maybe I'm just crazy with all this political stuff that's going on stretch has been been tabbed as a little bit uh, Corona nuts right now and I'm you know what I'll wear that hat because I am a little corona crazy but uh, I, I do think that uh, I think it's gonna be a close game and then the Sunday evening game uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans boy I I, I want to see I I I really, I don't have a team to root for in this game. Garrett. Right? I mean, I want to see both of these teams win. You know what I mean? If I had a team to root for, I would definitely root for the Saints. But
3: I just, I really feel like it's so difficult. I mentioned earlier, it's so difficult to beat a team three times in a in a season, and when you got a guy like Tom Brady back there, and then all the the success that he's had, especially in the postseason, man, I just kind of feel like Tampa Bay is going to come in and still one.
2: Well, I. You, it wouldn't take you a lot to talk me into that right now, but I, I still believe New Orleans at home. Albeit there won't be that many fans there, you know that 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 at thing still kind of, it still kind of simmers in that building, and so I think that I think that, uh, I think that Breeze can get this. Here's the here's kind of my, you know, me thinking down the road a little bit. I'm not real sure that the team if 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 we in fact think green bay can go win it which i think both of us do in beating the rams that means the winner of the tampa bay new orleans game is going to have to travel to green bay in a raw bone cold situation to probably be they they will be the underdog i mean mm-hmm. which whichever one of those teams goes in there here's my here's my thought on this and hear me out here I think that Tampa has the best shot to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. I I really do. I think when you think about how Tom Brady can play in the cold, when you think about how Leonard Fournette and that big hammer of a running back, they'll be able to run it a little bit. You get another week for Mike Evans to work on his health, get back healthy. You got Gronk who likes the cold. I just see, got Goodwin, you got Brown. I just see a team that would be very hard for Green Bay to match up against, and so um, that's kind of. And maybe I'm getting sentimental thinking about you know Tom Brady retiring, or I'm getting sentimental about thinking about Tom Brady extending his career and maybe getting to one more Super Bowl. I I, I don't know. I I, I think. Uh, I think if if Tampa Bay can beat New Orleans, I, all of a sudden I, I, I'd say, boy, you better watch out because they might be the team to beat in the, in, in the NFL, and that's crazy to say.
3: I mean, I def- yeah, they would definitely have a, a legitimate chance to win it all. I and mean, I just think there's the experience that you bring uh, with that team is definitely going to be beneficial here in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, and then and 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 boy, I, I you know I, I think about Aaron Rodgers, I think about what he can do and all he's done with a team that I think you can name, I, I mean, literally, I think I can name about three players off of that team. I mean, I mean, Valdez, <laughs> yeah. Scrantling, you know what I'm saying? I yep, mean, that, that's, I do. yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, 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 Jones, I mean, that's that's kind of it. And, and you think he's he carries not only the team, he carries the franchise, he carries that town, and he's only won one Super Bowl. But I'm gonna am I'm gonna finish on this you know furious Friday afternoon where we've got high school ball going, we got divisional playoffs going. We're thankful to be where we're at from a football perspective. And I'm gonna say, I'm not sure that when I start ranking my quarterbacks, and obviously I'm a sentimental favorite to Aikman and having been around Aikman and coached Aikman, but I'm not sure that Aaron Rodgers isn't the greatest of all time in my life. Really, mind. I'm not. I'm, I really am not sure that – th- I I. really do. I believe when I think about all and – I'm, and I'm talking about all of them. I'm right. talking about Elway. I'm talking about Marino. I'm talking about pure throwers of the football. I'm not sure that Aaron Rodgers, in, in my mind, isn't the best quarterback of all times.
3: That's interesting. I,
2: I know a lot of people have a
3: lot of high praise for him. I, I think he's fantastic, but that, that's an interesting take there to me.
2: Yeah, he. he, he makes all the throws – and he does it with a bunch of guys that, you know, are just and, – and he's had good football players. I don't want to say – I don't want well, to make it sound like that. No, but, but – I'm but I'm just saying, boy, he ain't – you know, he hasn't had the cast that uh, – or cast of players – that other guys have had. That's that, and I'm talking about offensive line. I'm talking about running back. Right. I'm talking about tight ends. I'm talking about receivers. I'm, talk- I'm talking. I'm a- talking about defense. Getting him the ball. Getting him turnovers and cr- I, When I put it all together, whether When you think about everything, I do. I think. I, I think in my mind, I would say. You know, I would say. I, I, I would say Aaron Rodgers is one. And 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 that's that's hard to say again because of my. You know, because of my relationship mm-hmm. with Troy Aikman and how incredible I thought Troy Aikman was.
3: It's just crazy to see that, that when you have a guy like, even with Brady, I know they, he had a ton of success in New England. Uh, but when you look at what, how uh, the weapons that they've had to work with and the lack of them, him and Rodgers, it, it has been really impressive to see what they're able to do consistently.
2: Well, let's come back here Monday, Garrett. We're going we'll go over our picks Monday. We're gonna we're we're gonna talk about it. We gotta step aside and turn this thing over to, to game time and Tom Barfield for everybody that's been a part of this one. Have a blessed weekend. Take care of your loved ones. Hold them close to you and know. Hey Amen. it's uh it's 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 all in God's time and not ours, but we've had a we've had a great week, Garrett, and I appreciate you running this thing. It's your afternoon stretch here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll see you next week.